Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Here's a subject. This is what we thought about it and hope you enjoy it. oldest material found on earth is more ancient than our solar system alien attack water on the moon the planet mars is humming mystery metal monoliths they've discovered a reef that's taller than the empire state building man claims he met robbie williams extraterrestrials exist meteor protection for the earth saved by the whale's tail john lydon Bitten by flea. <laughs> Hitler. Uh, the Yorkshire Ripper died. Anyway, Tiss, when are you ready? You're starting this one. Oh, no. Oh, you dropped that in casually. Ah, uh, okay. <laughs> 151 <laughs> episodes in. Well, it's weird news, so it's this is favourite. Still, ep- still an issue. <clears throat> Hello, and welcome to Weird Tales and the Unexplainable. With me, Tiss, <laughs> my co-host here as always. So sullen. Say hello, Bob. <laughs> hello, and welcome to the news. <laughs> Look, he's got a terrible announcement. I am ne- It's like when Garth gets left on his own. He's <laughs> to announce that uh, his co-host Wayne and Wayne won't be there anymore. I've been enjoying not introducing the show too much the last few times. You did the Barnstormer, though. And because we've had so many episodes in such a short space of time, it's come back around so quick. Mate, you're really good at it. You just need to take the pressure off. I'll let, I'm going to let you do it again, Tis. Maybe do it again. Just ease into it. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. I'll leave on. that one as well, but I'll get, the listeners can hear your, like, your nave relaxed into it a bit. Hello. And welcome to Weird Tales and the Unexplainable. <laughs> <laughs> it's like listening to the news. <laughs> Hello. What is the news? It is. It's weird news. Weird news. <laughs> yeah, we're here with weird news. I'm not doing it again. <laughs> Hi everyone, this is Bob Shoy. Tis, sorry, 
Tess, you sound like when Keith in the office leaves his answer machine message. Hello, <laughs> you've reached Keith. I can't answer the phone right now. As I'm away from my desk. Please leave a message after the turn. Um, we come straight into this with weird news energy. Right, Beef, you've still got to introduce yourself. Go. It's Beefy. Lovely. What are we doing, Tess? We're doing weird news. Yeah, we have said it like four times. Yeah. <laughs> we are doing weird news. So uh, we've just done episode 150 and we thought, what better way to kick off the next batch of 50 episodes than with everyone's favourite weird news? Yeah. I mean, I could think of better ways. <laughs> Universally the f- favourite. Is it? Because I feel like it's either people's favourite or least favourite. It's the most divisive, but the people who love it, I, they really love I it. I feel like most people hate it. No, a, lot, a few people hate it. Most people just ignore it, and there's some people that just absolutely love it. There's a small percentage of listeners who like Weird News as their favourite. Um, so sorry we don't do it as often anymore, guys, but here we go. 2020, kind of an uneventful year. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll see if we can get any uh, weird news out of what we've got. Uh, did you guys manage to find anything good? Oh, yeah. Oh, confident. Beef, yeah, do you want to kick us off? Yeah, do you know what I'm going to? I feel I feel bad that my, my game didn't work last time. Um, so now you're proving yourself. I feel like your game failing actually adds an element of chaos chaos and fun to that episode though. Mate, I, I had a message from James Lawton today, said I just listened to the to episode 150. He's like, it's the funniest thing I've heard. He said I was just like rolling around. He said, I can't work out why it's so funny, so he's gonna listen to it again and let us know. Uh, it is it is a chaotic episode, but yeah, it's fun. But um what I figured was um do you know, just like like you said, Bobby, this year has been pretty uneventful. I mean, I can't think of mm. anything that's really happened. Uh, Can I just stop you for a second already? Because we're going to keep making the joke that, oh, nothing happened in 2020. But weirdly, because like the one big thing happened, mm. in a way, it was kind of uneventful. Like, joking aside, like, mm. yes, it was very eventful because we li- we were living through a pandemic. But it's just one event. But also, yeah, like, because of that, everything's been closed and nothing's actually been happening. So, yeah. in a weird way, it was kind of uneventful. Or like, has it? On. Or was oh. it uneventful? <laughs> oh. See, this is the thing. Well. I've, you know, I, think, I feel like our <laughs> eyes have been taken... You know, we've had this diversion all year and we've not really paid much attention. So what I man- I've managed to find an article on mm. uh, nationalgeographic.com titled 10 Awesome Science Discoveries You May Have Missed in 2020. Oh. And I thought, what a great way of ending the year than to just look at some of these. And some of these things are pretty cool. And we talked about wanting to delve into some sciencey stuff because we've been doing so much spirituality stuff recently. It's like we got on itch last time we spent half that soul episode talking about, you know, black holes and big bangs. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So I'm going to try and kick into some of this. I'm not going to pretend I understand any of it, uh, but it's it's just right, listing. Okay. I'm sure the <laughs> listeners will enjoy that. <laughs> Here's the stuff. Work out yourself. See ya. that's the tagline for our pod (laughs) here's a subject this is what we thought about it and hope you enjoy it um so (laughs) 
Um, I might not go through all it's ten of these. It's not quite so gonna... snappy as a tagline. <laughs> <laughs> Weird tells the experiment. Here's the stuff. Here's what we thought about it, and we hope you enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, that could be the tagline for any podcast. <laughs> yeah, um, exactly. So general. <laughs> um, right. Tell us some of this science fact then. I might. I might not go through all ten. Um, I'm just going to mention pick some few. of the best bits. Yeah, just going to some of the ones that I found interesting. So number one, uh, oldest material found on Earth is more ancient than our solar system. So billions How does of that years makes sense. Yeah. Well. Wow. Uh, yeah. Work out for yourself. <laughs> There's the news. Work it out. <laughs> See you later. Billions of years before our sun winked into existence, a dying star flung dust out into space. Now, a bit of that stardust trapped in a meteorite that collided with Earth and was dated as the oldest material yet found on our planet. The dust coalesced with other rocks inside what would become the Mercosur meteorite, which lit up skies over Australia in September 1969 as it careened to the surface of our planet. A fresh analysis of these ancient rocks found grains of stardust that are between 4.6 billion years and roughly 7 billion years old. Uh, scientists estimate that these early dust pieces lurk only in about 5% of meteorites, but that hasn't discouraged them from continuing to hunt for these clues to our galaxy's history. Mm. I think that's mental. That is amazing. Now, when you first said it, I was like, how does that even make sense? And then as soon as you said like one sentence, I was like, oh, right, okay. And mm. then I just thought, wow, that's mental. Like, there's matter on our planet that's older than the planet itself and the entire solar system that we are within because yeah. it came from somewhere else. Yeah, mental. That's So they, they just found it? Yeah, well, this year, yeah. Whereabouts? So... Uh, I was just trying to find that out. Um, Ellsbury. <laughs> Ellsbury. Uh, um, it doesn't say, unfortunately. It's on the National Ge- Geographic website. I would have thought so the, they'd have been On National Geographic, you think they'd pay attention to the geography of that? <laughs> You'd think, wouldn't you? What are, what are like asteroids and comets and things that fly through space made up of? It's just like rock, isn't it? Isn't it? Yeah. Is it, is it not made up of different, like, uh, compounds? Aren't meteorites just... I don't, I don't even know what they are. I is don't even know... Is a meteorite something that broke off a meteor? What's the difference between, what's the difference between an asteroid and a meteorite and a comet? Oh, God, don't, don't get us started <laughs> on this again. All the science nerds hate us. <laughs> <laughs> the next episode, <laughs> asteroids. Dr. Dre. Meteorites. Comets. <laughs> what we need to do is the next discussion episode which should be quite a while we should probably do space and get someone on who knows about that stuff yeah to hold our hand yeah yeah I, I mean yeah it would be helpful to just kind of chime in to some sort of like science geek who could just help us out with some of this stuff uh, yeah. So I thought that was interesting. This is more, I guess, very not necessarily news, but just stuff that I scrolled through and thought, oh, that's pretty cool. Um, Mars, the planet Mars, is humming, and scientists aren't sure why. Uh, 
So in November 2018, a space shift, a space shift, a spacecraft arrived on Mars's frigid, dusty surface to take the planet's pulse. Known as the mm. InSight Lander, the robotic geologist recently beamed some of its early findings back to Earth, exciting and perplexing scientists around the world. Among these curiosities is a Martian hum, a quiet, constant drone that seems to pulse to the beat of Mars quakes that rattle the planet. The hum's origin remains unknown. Earth has many such background vibrations, from the roar of winds to the crashing of waves against the shore, but the music of Mars reverberates at a higher pitch than most natural hums on Earth. Mm. Perhaps the geology underneath the lander amplifies one particular tone, or the lander itself might even be generating the noise. It's extremely puzzling, Bruce Bannert, the principal investigator of the InSight mission, told National Geographic in February 2020. Bruce Banner. Bruce Bennett. Oh, ba- right. Banner, Bannert. B-A-N-E-R-D-T. Not Bruce Banner. I thought it was just Bruce Banner, like the whole time. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I just love this because I just think we seem to get to this point every now and then. We feel like we know a lot about Mars. And then every now and then it does something like that. And we're like, oh, hang on a minute. Yeah, but what makes that less amazing to me? Like, mysterious hum on an alien planet. Cool, well, alien planet, you know, another planet, cool. <laughs> but then even in the arc, like, it may just be our lander. We may have just like left the motor running. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> the engine's still going. Sorry about that. Yeah. Uh, Tis, what do you think the strange hum might be? That's, it's just really interesting. Uh, do you think music sounds different on Mars? <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess so. I don't know. Why would it? Like, what do you mean you guess so? Why? <laughs> what do you mean? If I spoke to you on Mars, I wouldn't sound different. Would you not? Would I? How do you know? Because you were saying... Would I sound like a Martian? did you say the, uh, how do you know? the root frequency was different on Mars? Who was the Martian? What's his name? Matt, Matt Damon. When he was on Mars living, setting up his little farm, Yeah, he, um, he didn't sound any different. Yeah, but that was but a, that's movie. a movie. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, I in my logical brain, I'm like, well, why would it be any different? But it might be. If it's enough to push, like, Arnie's eyes out of his skull, <laughs> I'd imagine... That's a movie. <laughs> 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 Have you got any Mars-based movies for us? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, was that when he went on his diplomatic mission as governor (laughs) oh man Uh, I'm going to pick one last one okay so this is like Beefy's top three scientific discoveries of 2020 yeah these are the my favourites but if you go on there there are some other doozies Um, they've discovered a reef that's taller than the Empire State Building Wow. So a team of Australian scientists on board the Schmidt Ocean Institute's research vessel, Falcor, was mapping the northern Great Barrier Reef seafloor when they stumbled on a towering skyscraper of coral more than 1,600 feet tall. Schmidt and Al. <laughs> Schmidt and Al. Uh, first of its kind discovered in more than 120 years. Uh, known as a detached reef, the newfound coral tower is one of eight now known in the region. 
So there's like a whole little city of these right. reefs. Because that's under the water, people are like, oh, cool. If that was above water, if that was just like on land, a giant tree, yeah, everyone would want to try and go and get a selfie with it. Exactly. Everyone just ignores it because it's under the water. Because they can't be able to swim down there. Yeah. Lazy, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, particularly when they say that the reefs around Australia are like dying. It's quite cool that they've discovered new bits. It's like a new build of tower flats that they didn't know about. I like the idea of swimming around the reef, but it can it's really dangerous, isn't it? It is really dangerous. I wouldn't want to go what, there. Just because it's jagged? No. Yeah, really jagged. Like, you, you'll like, fuck your legs up. Plus, there's like, like scary grass. animals in there. Scary yeah. animals. And I'm like, I'm really squeamish. I love the water, the ocean, but only because I'm scared of it. I'm squeamish about being in the ocean anyway. <laughs> yeah. Um, but just to finish this off, to kind of add to that, the team mapped the detached reef, finding a variety of life forms thriving in the ecosystem. Uh, while more details about this reef will likely emerge, imagery and video have already identified several new fish species. Hmm. Uh, yeah, so we they found find some new, new species fish. all the time, don't they? I would like to new. I would like that to be like daily news. Like I do, so I do follow some accounts on Twitter where it's just like, oh wow, like we discovered a new animal today and stuff. And there's like a new monkey discovered a couple of months ago, and you see it, and you're like, cool. really? Some new birds discovered, and they're always amazing. Hmm. Because you feel like we've got to the point where where we feel like we've completed it. We've completed this planet. We've seen everything. Yeah, Pokedex is a hundred percent. Yeah, exactly. But who knows? New species popping up all over the place. There's always a new region. Yeah. There's so many different species of things, though, isn't it? Like, how many species are there a spider? Yeah, millions. Yeah, it's fucking mental. It's like when someone says, do you know how many types of flea there are? Like, I don't know, four? They're like, yeah, it's like two million. Like, what? Yeah. It's just like a million of everything. I can't take it. How am I supposed to remember all that? Don't need it. The smaller they get, the more species there are. Exactly. The older they get, the cuter they ain't. Amazingly, Beef. So there's your list. I didn't know if this was on the list elsewhere, but there wasn't another uh, amazing space-based scientific discovery this year. Yeah. Um, I think it was only this month, the water on the moon stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, Yeah, I'd forgotten about that, but I remember now finding it on Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. Um, did you hear about that, Tiss? No. I know you're not on social media, uh, which is the only place I find out about this stuff, but they um, found water or evidence of water on the moon this year. Uh, ah. 2nd of December, this was announced. Uh, and this was sort of all over Twitter and stuff, but um, I, I read up a little bit of this on uh, spaceref.com today. Uh, and NASA have now announced a new mission to map the water on the moon Ooh. to sort of do a bit more research on that. Um, da, 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 da. There's So there's been a lot of studies recently indicating there is water on the moon, and now for the first time we'll actually be able to identify the water's unique spectral signature with our instruments and get a better idea of whether it's water, water ice, or hydroxyl, which is a compound of hydrogen and oxygen, based on that spectral signature and the measured surface temperatures, um, said 
Donaldson Hannah, the co-investigator of the mission. Uh, water is an important resource for future astronauts and robotic missions to use for anything from hydration to fuel. So obviously, it's a massive deal to find water um, on, I was going to say, another planet. Is the moon a planet? It's a difference between a moon and a planet, isn't there? A moon uh, rotates around a planet, but whatever. Another yeah. body, another... What what I can't think of the word I'm trying to say. Another it's not a planet, it's a moon. <laughs> another thing. Yeah. Another no, rock on the sky. You know, no, more water on a thing in the sky is quite an amazing thing to find. <laughs> um <laughs> This is where we dumb it right down. What is that I know what word you it's like on the tip of my tongue. Yeah. Oh forget it. I don't even know. You know what I mean though? There's a word. There has to be a, com- a compound word for like not planet. Because you know, it's not a planet. planet. Yeah, the moon, planet, something that encapsulates both of those two. Yeah, there has to be something that would encapsulate that. Maybe there is. Maybe we're just all being dum dums. But yeah, anyway, water yeah. on the moon, very big deal, uh, big scientific discovery of this year, and they'll be researching further into that as well. What is that, Tiss? This is Guardians of the Forest Body Spray. Oh. It smells really nice. Just fancied a nice refresh. Hey, when you smell really good... Uh, you feel really good. Good good things happen, yeah. Alright. So, just checking in, uh, what is a moon? Yeah. On solar this system... This is so basic. What is a moon? Weird news, everyone. What's a moon? <laughs> Uh, so off of solarsystem.nasa.gov would it be a celestial body no because that's like celestial bodies like an angel oh yeah that's like or like a a god the celestials that's what I'm thinking of so basically their moons are known as natural satellites we knew that That yeah that's not what I'm looking for maybe there isn't a collective word for like space matter i don't know the balls i think it's you guys know what i mean and the listeners know what i mean yeah yeah so let's move on so let's move on on. (laughs) (laughs) basically at some point we're gonna find out what the water on on the moon is that'd be pretty cool let us know science what 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 what's the progression of that where can that go what excites you about that? Well, if they can, if they can use it for like refueling or cooling things, it means they can push further into space, I guess, because they've got a stop-off point. Yeah, you can go to the moon, recharge everything up, and carry on. If there's natural resources there, do you think they could develop the water into like a, you know, more water? I don't know. Possibly, like I guess it depends. That's what the research is for, because it depends if it's like ice or water or whatever they were saying, ice water or whatever. <laughs> what the possibilities are they can do with it, but you know, it's interesting. It's, it's potentially yeah. quite exciting. Hmm. We could turn the moon into like a big petrol station. I mean, like we said, we're we're dummies, but when this was going around the internet, people who are into space and science and stuff were way excited about this stuff. Uh, they lost their marbles over this. I did. I feel like back when I felt like there was an illusion that we had not infinite resources, but quite a lot of resources, I think I could have harboured 
a bit of excitement. But now I realise how many resources we have. It's not a lot. And the technology which is taken over from those resources, it's a bit like, ah, uh, like, you know. Yeah. Space travel is only going to be talk for another 30 years and then we're going to have to find something to replace rocket fuel. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Maybe, maybe with this water might do the trick. It's magic water. <laughs> magic moon water. One drop of it can man a whole space mission. That'd be mental. Imagine it. And it cleans the atmosphere. <laughs> right, go on then, Tis. Give us a news story. Okay, right. Alien attack. Oh, dear. Love it. Panic as unidentified objects spotted in the sky over India's Great Noida. Mm. Uh, according to the local media, flying objects reminiscent of the Marvel character Iron Man was observed in the sky, prompting some residents of India's Uttar Pradesh state to call the police. Nonsense. Called the police? (laughs) The Saturday morning... (laughs) What's the the police going to do? The Saturday morning (laughs) turns dramatic for many people in the Indian state of Uttar Pradesh, Dankawa district, near the city of Noida. They were shocked to notice a weird robot-like figure flying high (laughs) in the sky. But all burst into laughter after learning that it was just a balloon shaped like the comic character Iron Man floating in the <laughs> oh, air. It literally was Iron Man. Do <laughs> 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 see a picture? <laughs> oh, are you kidding me? It's actually just Iron Man. <laughs> yeah. Can you imagine how stupid you would feel if you were one of the people that called the police. The police as well. And what it. was it? Why would... Ah, oh. So funny. You'd feel a right idiot. If you thought you saw an alien, would you call the police? <laughs> <laughs> arrest this being. <laughs> they arrested the balloon immediately. That's the point. What would you do if you see... Some, what, who would you call? Not Ghostbusters, because they, they're they <laughs> interested in ghosts. I'd call I'd call one of you guys and be like, emergency recording. Yeah, okay, and you could film it. As an alien. Yeah, yeah. They don't tell you that, do they? What to do if you see a UFO? I think now the first thing people would do is like post it on Twitter, and then the whole world sees it. Yeah, I guess so. And then someone will ring you. Then the men mm. in black will come over. Yeah, in fact, um, don't, don't announce, it. announce um, it, because you're announcing your whereabouts. For them mm. sneaky men in black. And keep it under wraps. Send a photo to us. Yeah. And, uh... We know what to do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we call the police and they'll tell us what to do. Um, mate, that's amazing. Cool. Got another one? Yeah, sure. Go for it. Uh, anything more to add to the Iron Man? <laughs> no, because it, <laughs> it resolved itself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It was so stupid, I had to add it in. Oh, great story. People thought they saw Iron Man, and it was Iron Man. It's just because the article misleads you into clicking on it, and then it's just like, yeah, it was just a balloon. It lulls you in. Great. Was it it posted on April 1st? (laughs) Might have been. Um, So did you see this thing in November, the mystery metal monoliths? Oh yeah, found. I looked yeah. a little bit into them today. Yeah. They've sort of been doing. First of all, I was really interested, and now they're sort of doing my head in. To be honest, but let's go on. Yeah, it was just that. Um, I've just got a news article here: the mysterious metal monolith in Utah. There's been more mm. since, hasn't there? There's been like hundreds, hundreds. 
Yeah, there's been like, you know, five in the UK, six in Austria. Like every country's had multiple ones, basically. This is a Boards of Canada album or something coming out. That's it. That's what makes me... When it was just one, I was like, oh, that's odd. And when they start appearing everywhere, I'm like, this is a publicity stunt. It's either like they're going to announce a new fucking Apple product or it's some art installation from like an art collective throughout the world and I'm just like, oh, give a shit. It's a Banksy. (laughs) It really feels like, you know, The Simpsons when they're opening the new shopping mall and they find the angel. Yeah. (laughs) That's what this whole thing feels like to me. Yeah, and there's your Simpsons reference of the week. <laughs> it's like the third one already. But, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that's as soon as I started seeing it. First, when I first saw the one in Utah, I was like, cool. Literally, like my next thought was like, this is advertising for something. And then I was just thinking about that Simpsons episode. Mm. Uh, yeah, now I've realised that it's more than one, like that many. It doesn't, yeah. it doesn't really pique my interest as much. See, the angel... It's the angel, but <laughs> is um so what they just all over the world? Have you seen them, Beef? I've seen the the Utah one. Yeah, I'm assuming they're all yeah. the same. So basic, yeah, they all look the same. Or like, and some of them are like exactly the same, and some of them are like they look similar. So it's like other people are get. It's a mixture now. It's like people want to be part of it. I think so. They're doing their uh, own ones. Copycat monolithers. But why? What for? I don't know. I think it's some art thing it'll be a new banksy like we'll be able to get like it'll he'll it'll be it'll be a satellite image and they'll all merge together to create a message to the world like ronald mcdonald and a rat at disneyland or something (laughs) yeah (laughs) two policemen kissing each other yeah um there was actually some rumors that banksy was involved in it but i don't think that's true i think he's too busy I yeah I, I don't know I feel like anytime there's some outsider art people are like it's probably Banksy isn't it because like the, the one you've all heard of okay do you remember when they thought that or there was the rumor going around that Banksy was Neil Buchanan from Art Attack yeah yeah um <laughs> I, there's been rumors for years as well that it's actually Damon Albarn yeah but that's I think they are they know each other in real life that might be where that rumor started what do you think. Yeah. Do you think there'll be a day where Banksy's D- like ID will be revealed? We'll know who it is. I don't know. Huh. I think he's, he's just a bloke, isn't he? Does it matter who he is? Maybe he's listening to the show. Maybe he could uh, message in. Get him on the show. Get him to his announcer's identity on the Weird Tales. I think it'll be really underwhelming. It's, yeah, he'll just be a bloke. It'd just be like... He'd be like, oh, this is Keith from Sussex. Exactly, because how wouldn't it be underwhelming? Like, who's it going to be? It's going to be just a bloke, isn't it? <laughs> just be a bloke. Unless it is someone like Damon Albarn. Unless it's someone who's already someone. I, To be honest, I was one of them people who believed it was Damon Albarn for a while. Is Damon Albarn more than a bloke? At the heart of it. <laughs> yeah, because he's a known bloke, isn't he? Well, yeah, because oh. that's what I mean. If it's someone who's already someone. I mean, it'd be way more interesting if it was like Gordon Brown or something. <laughs> the last person you think it would be. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever seen Banksy and Gordon Brown in the same room? <laughs> have you ever seen Banksy in a room? <laughs> I've never, I've never seen Gordon Brown in a room. <laughs> so, oh god, what a boring man! <laughs> I'm sure he's fine. I mean, he's one of the better prime ministers we've had in recent years. To be fair, 
Yeah, probably the best we've had in probably a very long time. Probably the best in our lifetime, which is tragic. God, I would do anything for a Gordon Brown right now. Yeah, that is the bar. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, man. Right, okay. Um, I'll see what I've got. I've, I've probably got one here. I can't actually remember what we're talking about. Did we? Oh, it's the monoliths. Yeah, it's all a big stunt, isn't it? I think so. Okay, I've got a good one here. Go on. Man claims he met Robbie Williams on a spaceship after being abducted by aliens. Oh, for crying out loud. Robbie Williams. Robbie. Yeah, not Robin Williams. (laughs) Right. Robbie, uh, the singer. Yeah. Um, A man has claimed that he was abducted by aliens with Robbie Williams. Uh, Russ Kellett. With? <laughs> that's tenuous, okay. you wait. So Russ Kellett said that he was snatched near Bradford. That's just down the road from me, guys. So <laughs> I might be next. Uh, snatched near Bradford by extraterrestrials and happened to bump into the Take That star while he was aboard the spacecraft. Oh, happened to. I don't the... think of Robbie Williams as the t- Take That star, seeing as they are take that without him and no. he hasn't been part of that for like two decades but yeah that's gary barlow yeah robbie williams yeah. you know solo star <laughs> but whatever <laughs> and star is a little bit yeah the 57 year old claims that he was tested by beings uh aboard the ship before spotting robbie and asking him where he knew him from so he was on the ship and just spotted him um russ said that robbie wasn't sure before he was told to get back in line by the owners of the craft. Speaking to the Daily Star, Russ said, I was on my motorbike in a place called Druid's Altar, and I went through a tunnel. Next thing I knew, I was on a chair and had something put down my throat, and something was injected into the back of my neck. I was panicking. I was taken into a different room and given a uniform and weapons. (laughs) Weapons? Weapons? And I was made to stand in line. Obviously, I was thinking, where the hell am I? (laughs) <laughs> obviously obviously i was thinking he went through all that before he thought hang on a minute <laughs> whoa this doesn't normally happen in a tunnel it feels like quite a long space of time he's like given put in a line given weapons whatever case anyway so obviously i was thinking where the hell am i <laughs> i looked around and there was someone waiting behind me i looked at this young man and recognized him i said don't i know you from somewhere he replied i don't know then I was told to get back in line. Get back in line. I didn't see him again after that. That's it. This is this is him getting abducted with Rob Williams. He saw someone that looked like him on this fantasy spaceship, and then he asked if it was him, and he said, "I don't know." I didn't see him again after that, but I'm sure it was Robbie Williams. We only spoke briefly, but it was definitely him. Can I just? Sorry. This is making me laugh so much that just imagine for a second that you are Robbie Williams on a spaceship. You've been abducted by aliens. Some guy, you're still known on this spaceship. People still know who you are. You can't get away from people. So you just go, don't I know you? Your reply would just be like, I I don't know. I don't know. That's the other thing, though. If I had gone through all that and I was on a spaceship and Robbie Williams was behind me, my first thought wouldn't be like, oh, it's Robbie Williams. My first thought would be like, what is happening? <laughs> we need to get out of here, Robbie. <laughs> uh, I mean, part of me 
Oh, this is clearly hilarious, but it's also <laughs> this man just being exploited by the Daily Star. Well, this I'm reading some... this from ladbible.com. Oh, well, there you go. Um, just... So this isn't the end. It, it goes on. Um, oh. Yeah, this, so the, the, it focuses on, like, that he saw Robbie in a queue, basically. It doesn't focus on this next bit. He added, we were all soldiers and we're in a battle. These creatures that were holding us were 10 feet tall and they were bald and they were in uniforms. They weren't human. <laughs> also, Robbie was behind him in a queue. <laughs> I mean, I, j- I don't know where's a start. Thankfully, he was taken back to Bradford and on the way home, <laughs> wondered what happened. So ridiculous. <laughs> It's like this story was written for weird news. This is this is our bread and butter. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I like that his little his little sort of addendum that he added. Afterwards, I was back on my motor. Sorry, afterwards I was back on my motorbike and I thought, "What the hell happened to me?" It's just insane. But he, I just yeah. So I think this happened a few years ago, but he's just started talking about it now because he then said, um, Russ said, a while after it happened, all of a sudden, Robbie started talking about UFOs and aliens. And then he went to that Skywalker ranch in America where things are meant to have happened. Some people I've told about this didn't believe me, but I had no reason to lie. Uh, Russ even has a book about his otherworldly experience, which is set to be released next, next year. Robbie, who is known to have an interest in UFOs, didn't deny the claims. Instead, just saying, no comment. So he might have been. Yeah, maybe. I mean, he almost certainly wasn't. But <laughs> I... I mean, there's almost certainly a figment of a, a poor man's imagination, but... Oh. I, I just, I don't know what to say. I don't know what to say. It, it's The bit about the soldiers was breezed over pretty quick, wasn't it? Yeah. Like, they didn't ask him anything about that. They were more interested in that Robbie Williams was behind him in a queue than he was in, like, basically Starship Troopers. Exactly. Like, I feel like if they hadn't, if he hadn't said anything about Robbie Williams, they wouldn't have printed the story. No. I like, by the way, for listeners, basically the whole way through this, Tiss has just been shaking his head. (laughs) (laughs) He's just been, just been sat there, just shaking his head in disbelief. Utter disbelief. But Robbie Williams is a is a UFO spotter himself, which is funny. Well, that's what he was saying. He said this is that's what he felt like backed up his claim because he was like shortly after is when Robbie started going banging on about UFOs and everything. Right. So, but is is he interested in UFOs or is it much more likely that Robbie Williams just has like a telescope? No, Robbie's well interested in UFOs. He's like the British Tom DeLonge. Are you serious? Oh, no. Yeah. Oh no! Um, I don't know if it was like last year. It's in the last couple of years. Robbie got way into UFOs, and he was like, uh, they, he kept interviews saying really weird stuff about UFOs and aliens and stuff. And it's probably because oh. he was on this. He was abducted with Russ, whatever his name is. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It all ties together so well. We're all turned around on this. Actually, I'm on Russ's side. <laughs> <laughs> that was his name, wasn't it? Yeah, Russ something. Yeah, Russ. So there we go, Russ Kellett from Bradford. Mm. Very strange. Very, very strange. 
And I just, I, I had no idea that Robbie Williams was into Aliens as well. I didn't know he was doing a DeLong. Yeah. No, yeah, he's he's right on the DeLong train. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> he's uh, DeLong for the ride with him. Oh, <laughs> that's terrible. <laughs> Brilliant. Very good. Thank you. <laughs> right. <laughs> Come on then, Dave. What you got? Uh, so, I got a couple of sillies. Um, surely not. Surely not. We have. We don't have silly stories on this podcast. Um, but I'm going to give you this one. Uh, former Israeli space security chief says extraterrestrials exist, and Trump knows about it. Mm. Trump doesn't know how to wipe his own bottom, so I doubt he knows about UFOs. <laughs> 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 that's a little insert there for our favourite listener <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> I'll, I'll cut that I'll cut that oh mate cut that um, <laughs> ow sorry the cat's down here again just tuck my toes away yeah um, so a galactic federation has been waiting for humans to reach a stage where we will understand what space and spaceships are. Mm-hmm. So uh, a former Israeli space agent has sent eyebrows shooting heavenward by saying that Earthlings <laughs> have been in contact <laughs> with extraterrestrials from a galactic federation. Um, the unidentified flying objects have asked not to publish that they are here. Humanity is not ready yet. Haim Eshed, former head of Israel's Defence Ministry's Space Directorate, told Israel's uh, newspaper the interview... Uh, blah, 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 you don't need to know that bit. A respected professor and retired general, Eshed said the aliens were equally curious about humanity and were seeking to understand the fabric of the universe. I feel like well, they should know that, really. I feel like aliens know more than we do. Uh, just because they know more said, than we do doesn't they, they need to know about the fabric of the universe, though. I feel like that's a decoy. There's, they've got an agenda behind <laughs> this. Uh, agenda said cooperation agreements have been signed between species, including an underground base in the depth of Mars, where there are American... Oh, that's that humming. Exactly. Ah. Case closed, boys. Um, where there are American astronauts and alien representatives... Um, Ashed says, there is an agreement between the US government and the aliens. They signed a contract with us to do experiments here. Ashed added that President Donald Trump was aware of the extraterrestrials' existence and had been on the verge of revealing information, but was asked not to in order to prevent mass hysteria. Trump's ego would get in the way of that that instruction. It's just That's just ludicrous. Yeah, I mean, it's, it, is, it is mental isn't it? Uh, he conti- it continues, it goes further. Of course he does. They have been waiting until today for humanity. So apparently we, we've reached this peak uh, stage where we will understand in general what space and spaceships are. So we've reached that now? Apparently. On, on the absolute most hellish year of my existence... When people are not clever enough to put a fucking mask on, but now yeah. apparently we've we've reached the peak of human intelligence, and that's when <laughs> we're ready. Just just on what space and spaceships are, um, yeah. I mean, it, oh, hang on a minute. 
So apparently in May, Trump said this, space is going to be the future, both in terms of defense and offense. Who said this? Who said it? <sighs> that guy. No, it was actually. Yeah, it was, yeah. Right. Actually. Uh, oh, and I've just had a little pop-up with another monolith in Romania. Let's just get rid of that. <laughs> you got notifications on your phone for monoliths. Uh, Eshed's comments <laughs> immediately spawned jokes and theories online. Um, Nick Pope, who used to investigate UFOs for the British Ministry of Defence, described Eshed's remarks as extraordinary. So apparently this guy is a legit guy. Like, he's not just some weirdo. It just sounds so, like, corny, like the Federation of Planets. It sounds like fucking Mass Effect. Do you know what I mean? It sounds... Yeah. Underground tunnels on Mars. It sounds so, like, hinky and corny. Pack it in. It's just... Yeah. Like, if we met an alien... If we were the ones that invented a spaceship and then met another alien, we wouldn't be like... We come from the Galactic Federation of... Like, it was just ridiculous. You wouldn't communicate like that. It's embarrassing. No, no, no one take you seriously if you're like Tim Allen in Galaxy Quest. Oh, man. Yeah, I mean, just a load of old nonsense. That's Yeah, that's nonsense. I had it um, sent to me today. I just thought it was funny. Oh, yeah. Um Worthy of weird news. Definitely worthy. Yeah, just that's what I mean. A couple of silly, silly ones now. Um, Tis, you want, have you got another one? I haven't got another one. No, I did have one, um, but I I had a blocker on it. Um, it was Richard Dawkins. I couldn't. Oh. I only saw the headline. It was Richard Dawkins says we should invest in a meteor protection for the Earth from meteors coming and hitting the earth or asteroids i mean i don't think we've got the resources or the energy or time for that 100 percent not i don't know how you put a shield around a whole planet no made out of what thing is if something's gonna hit earth it's gonna hit earth isn't it yeah yeah and you would know before it happened but not long before you said it was Richard Dawkins said that. Yeah, yeah. I just feel like when they said when you get stuff like that, it's almost like, oh, I haven't said anything shit about God for a while. Maybe I should just say something and just see if I can. It just well, I don't understand. I don't I mean, why. I haven't been controversial for a bit, so let's yeah, something. let's just get something out there. Is he actually not a Christian then? Not Richard Dawkins. Dawkins. No, fucking oh, fake. Oh, Dorco. We so nearly bit. Me and people were always like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what, Dawkins? We both wanted to pounce on you. <laughs> we couldn't wait. We were like pushing each other out of the way. Uh, that's brilliant. Um, shall I get my little silly ones out of the way? Uh, yeah, sure. I've got a re- I've got a silly one, and I've got one that is one of my favourite news stories of the year. Do you want to do? I tell you what. Let, do you want to do your favourite news story of the year and then we'll end on yeah. some sillies? Yeah, sure. So I don't know if you saw this. It's just the most crazy, bonkers thing. I couldn't. I can't believe it's real. So did you hear about this? You might have heard about it because the image was everywhere. But also I spoke to so many people and they're like, no, I didn't see it. So the, the metro train, the, the Dutch metro train that came off the, off the tracks, did you hear about that in November? 
No. So this is amazing. I'm going to show you the picture of this. So I don't know if you guys can see that Metro train has come off the end of the track. Yeah. Yeah. And it's suspended by something. It was rescued by something. Yeah. It was rescued. Um, so this whale tail sculpture saved the train that went off the white rails. So it's a, it's a big sculpture of a whale's tail coming out of the ground and the metro train went off the end of the tracks and landed like safely onto the tail. Um, the giant art, art sculpture of two whales' tails saved a Dutch train that overran the tracks from disaster by bringing it to a stop, preventing it from plunging to the ground below. This is the even... So that's crazy enough. The name of that sculpture is Saved by the Whale's Tail. No. Yeah. That's mental. It's like some kind of miracle. It's amazing. And that was in Rotterdam that happened. Whoa. Wow. That's insane. It's almost like too perfect. Yeah. Yeah, it's so perfectly placed. It is precisely where it needed to be. Yeah. To, to save people from ultimately, I don't know, death? Yeah. Probably. Yeah, so for listeners, if you haven't seen it, I'd seek out a picture. It's really cool. But it's a raised train platform. Um, And instead of... And it overshot the end of the the raised platform. And instead of tumbling right down to a wreck, it just dropped maybe a foot or two onto... Do you think that sculpture was put there intentionally with that, that intention? I don't know. It feels too... It feels like it would have to be too perfect to land on it. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. if you were going to do something to stop that sort of disaster, you'd make it more of a sure thing than, like, if this lands in a certain way, it might just balance on this art sculptor. <laughs> you feel like it would be a proper system. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But, um, yeah, kind of amazing. Yeah, that is that is crazy. Yeah, because you'd have to bank on it being sturdy enough to take the weight Mm. Yeah, they couldn't have tested that out. <laughs> no. And it's no. not exactly lined up. It's not like it just goes straight over the platform and drives straight onto the thing. It's like has a it's like a made us almost like a slight jump and drop onto to land on this perfect yeah. tail. Yeah, you'd say there's a good I don't know, a few meters between the start of the tail and the track, for sure. I'm gonna have a look at the picture again. Wow, that is insane. I can't believe I didn't see that. It's actually so it's actually almost, it's gone up from the track to go onto the tail. It's like gone over the track and then like up the tail onto the top. If you look at it from the other angle, it looks like it's dropped in the other one. But on this. Yeah. It's, it's quite almost, high. Yeah. It's almost like risen by two or three feet. That's so So weird. the momentum would have carried it further yeah. ahead. Yeah. That's mental. Imagine so, yeah. that. Imagine the emotions you would go through if you were on that carriage. Imagine being a bystander walking along and you're seeing that train coming too hard and being like, oh shit, yeah. they're going to... And you'd stand back and then you saw that happen. Yeah. Mental. Amazing thing to witness. Wow. Yeah. It really is incredible. So there we go. Ah, sorry. The cat's eating some pasta. Hang on. <laughs> 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 Fucking no. thieves living with Garfield by the sounds of it. Uh, lasagna. <laughs> <laughs> Look. Stop it. No, we don't eat pasta. I just left you some food. You've got some tuna. Do you want to go eat your tuna? Lucky. What sort of pasta was it? Uh, Just like a cheesy bacon pasta. (laughs) 
Just the sort of thing we do when we're late in from work and yeah, quick he's milk. now eating a piece of crisp. Um, Sorry, I put some stuff in your bowl. Go eat. You've got tuna. Sorry. Um, I've got some silly ones. Right, go on then. From listeners. So this was sent to us, Bobby. Mm-hmm. Uh, on the 23rd of November. Mm-hmm. Here's the headline. Sex Pistols star John oh Lydon. Oh, I've got it. I've got it here. <laughs> I wondered who would get to it first. Yeah, okay. Emma sent us this. Uh, yeah, yeah, so thanks, Tiss won't have heard the headline, so make sure Tiss gets this full headline. Sex Pistols star John Lydon bitten by flea on his penis after befriending squirrels. <laughs> what? <laughs> Every part of it gets wacky. It's like a fucking Mad Libs news article title. It it is insane. So John Lydon, also known as Johnny Rotten, has revealed he was bitten on his penis by a flea. I mean, how do you know it was a flea? After he rescued some <laughs> squirrels. 64-year-old said he has flea bites in several parts of his body after he befriended some squirrels hanging around his house in Venice Beach, Los Angeles. Lydon says he does not want to blame the poor squirrels and has been liberally applying Vaseline to ease the itchiness. What a horrible image. John Lydon laying on Venice Beach, rubbing Vaseline up and down his thighs. I don't want to have to... That is gross. Oh, why? This next sentence to me is unnecessary and very, very Johnny Rotten. He says, I just hope they don't get the wrong idea. Because uh, he put Vaseline on his legs. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm determined to keep my squirrel friends independent, you know. There's no petting. If they want to nudge up, that's fine. But I know it's for a peanut and not because I'm lonely. He wrote in his new book, I could be wrong, I could be right. Wow, do they love me for the food I buy for them. I'm definitely spending a lot of money on these little fuckers. Mm. I mean, it is, it's a very... I, I don't know, I just don't like this image of Johnny Rotten rubbing Vaseline into his penis. It's John, isn't it? I feel like... <laughs> it's just John. I feel like what they've done is... They love that they mentioned that he's got a new book at the bottom of that article, which suggests to me yeah. let's, let's make up a crazy headline for Johnny. Yeah. And subtly advertise his book. And now we've fallen into the trap and advertised the new book. Yeah. That's pretty much it, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. We're getting into like cynical, weird news mindsets again. Uh, yeah. So thank you, Emma, for uh, that lovely article. I'm pretty sure I might be wrong. I might be right. But uh, Emma sent me the uh, Robbie Williams getting abducted one as well. Oh, really? Yeah, she does send me some uh, some real crackers, <laughs> some weird weird <laughs> news fodder. Well, so she's heavily heavily pregnant, right? Yeah, yeah. She's gonna have some time to Jan twenty eighth due date. Wow, is it really? Yeah. Wow, that'll come around quickly. Mm. So anyway, yeah, thanks, Emma. That was a delight. So a story that I actually thought Tiss was going to bring up because he was posting it in the chat. Yeah. Did you hear about a certain person getting elected? <laughs> okay, I'll put my phone away. Yeah, Tiss, you know what we're talking about. I don't actually. I've forgotten you, this. Oh, you do. I, I can't see my notes, but what... Because uh, I, uh, I can get my notes off my phone, but I don't 
I don't if I do track. this bit test, do you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> Hitler. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> For listeners, I didn't do a salute. I, <laughs> I need you to know that wasn't the clue I gave him. Oh, <laughs> uh, I'm so glad you did point that out. I held up one ball. <laughs> yeah, you got your you got your bull out, you got your bull sack out, but it only had one bull in it. That was the reference you did for who was Hitler. <laughs> it sounds like I'm joking around that I actually did do the salute and I'm trying to cover it up, but I actually didn't. Genuinely didn't. <laughs> anyway. No, you got your balls out. <laughs> balls out of the bath on this one, Tess. Right, just to write Hitler. Hitler. What about him? I still don't know. I've still forgotten. Do you remember years ago we said that? <laughs> <laughs> I thought he's only got one ball. I mistakenly thought that we made Hitler the unofficial fourth member of Weird Tales. <laughs> <laughs> what? what? We talked about him so much, and I said he was the fourth member of Weird Tales, and then we went totally back on it. <laughs> <laughs> well, because he's been on the pod so many times. Yeah, we ended up talking about him a lot. Without actually ever doing any proper proper Nazi episodes yet. No. No, that's true. Um, but you do know about Hitler's election, right? Yes. Oh, I remember this now. Yeah. <laughs> I was waiting for the penny to drop. <laughs> I remember this now. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, What country was it again? Was it Uganda or Ghana or somewhere in Africa? It was definitely an African country. Um, Namibia. I'm pretty sure it was Namibia. It was Namibia, you're right. Namibia. Yeah, Namibian politician named Adolf Hitler. Yeah. That's, that's genius. Wins local election. I just straight away was like, if you're a politician, change your name. Yeah. Just change your name. Why would you keep that name? Maybe he doesn't know who he was. The writing on every news article, like plays of it as a joke as well like when he won the election he was joking or like don't worry i haven't got any plans for world domination like whoa you shouldn't be joking about <laughs> yeah, that yeah you should not be joking <laughs> about it sorry i haven't got any plans to you know kill any jews it's just <laughs> like crazy it is insane um he won a sweeping victory um so what what was it for, though? It just says local election. Uh, in an interview with German newspaper Bild, he insisted that he, quote, had nothing to do with Nazi ideology. That's, that's like he's covering <laughs> for something. That's brilliant. <laughs> like, you'd have to specify that. Just change your fucking name. It's so much quicker than the other, the alternative. So it says, Adolf, like other Germanic first names, is not uncommon in the country, which was once a German colony. Um, he was elected for the ruling Swapo party, which led the campaign against colonial and white minority rule. So his name is Unona. Mr. Unona admitted that. So his, his surname isn't Hitler. His name is like Adolf Hitler Unona. It must be his middle name. Yeah. So Mr. Unona admitted that his father had named him after the Nazi leader. (laughs) What? I love this bit. Sorry. I love this bit. Uh, as a child, I saw it as totally normal name. It wasn't until I was growing up that I realised this man wanted to... It's like, hey, wait a minute. Yeah, how can you get older without realising who Adolf Hitler is? It's crazy. Well, I guess, I don't know, Namibia, Namibia might not be... 
I, I, I feel this. like Adolf is the most famous person in the world, though, ever. Mr. Unona said his wife calls him Adolf, and he goes by the name in public has no plans to change it. I mean, I would definitely change it. Um, he said... Yeah, when he, sorry, the thing he said about his father had named him after the Nazi leader, he said um, he admitted that his father had named him after the Nazi leader, but said, quote, he probably didn't understand what Adolf Hitler stood for. <laughs> probably. Mm. Probably is not the word you want to see there, is it? No. Oh, jeez. We need Hitlers to stop winning elections. Yeah, I mean, he's he might be great. Like, he won in a sweeping victory. But I'm still, sure he's a nice man. I find it iffy to have anyone in any power called Adolf Hitler. If he was just yeah. called Adolf, I'd be like, well, a bit iffy. Yeah, Adolf Hitler. Yeah. 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 No. So, was that the other one you wanted to talk about, Beef? Yeah, and it came up on my news feed from Anthony Anderson, never listener of oh. the week. Anthony I Anderson. actually had that. That was one of those stories which, like, I got from multiple directions. Yeah, like, okay. a couple of listeners sent it, and then Tis put it in the chat, and then I'd actually seen it myself as well. So it was like everyone was hankering for us to discuss Hitler. But the thing is, what can you say other than, like Tis was saying, if that's your name, change it. Yeah, totally. Yeah, not a good look, is it? No, uh, the only other thing I've got here is that on the 13th of November, uh, the Yorkshire Ripper died. We talked about Sutcliffe before on the pod, haven't we? Yes, yeah, yeah I remember that. So I thought it bear mentioning that uh, he's dead. Probably a good thing. Yeah. I mean, he wasn't doing any more ripping, but still. <laughs> yeah, it's just... Yeah, fair enough. He's probably quite old now, right? It wasn't he's in his seventies by now. He was seventy four. Oh, okay. So yeah, heart attack, taken into hospital, was there for like two weeks and died for underlying health issues that was he had going on anyway. So yeah, uh, good riddance to bad murderers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Suck on that, Sutcliffe. Sut on that, Sutcliffe. <laughs> 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 oh, that's so stupid. <laughs> uh, and that's, I'm out of stories. That's all yeah, I've got. Yeah, me too. Same as. We had um, a lot of alien talk. Mm. A little bit of science talk. Uh, it's just like recapping the last hour. Uh, we had some good times. We had some interesting times. We had some images of Johnny Rotten. Runny rubbing Vaseline into his 64-year-old penis. Yak. <laughs> Fucking rank. Absolutely rank, mate. Right, everyone, let's... Uh, if, we're, if we're done with stories, we'll start moving into the uh, wrap-up million uh, things that we have to talk about now. Do it. So... I'm done. Listener of the week. Uh, hang on a sec. Sorry, we just got an email as I was checking the emails for this thing. Uh, really? Um, from Luke Kyle. Hey guys, I hope you're well. I just want to say how much I enjoyed episode 150. I've really loved having Weird Tales and the Unexplainable as one of my regular pods and having and having been listening from near enough the start of it. All I wanted to say is how glad I am that you've made it this far and look forward to many more. It's one of the few pods I listen to where I feel like I know you guys and could quite easily hang out and have a great time. 
Also, besides the episode where Tiss lets out the best and loudest laugh at the guy who helped Middlesbrough get into the European Cup finals. I have no idea what episode that was. Yeah, when did I laugh at that? It was very specific. I have no idea what it was. Um, Your biscuits and chocolate chat, which is when we're talking about what chocolates we like to eat, I put it in after the outro music, was one of my favourite moments from any of your 150 episodes. Wow. I'm not sure if that's going to sound like a compliment, but I think it's because it's like a pure snapshot of you guys just talking shit and having fun. It really was. It was before we actually started the episode. Um, anyway, keep up and Merry Christmas to all three of you. Thanks, Luke, Kyle. Ah, oh, what a great email. Uh, well, seeing as I just got that when I was looking for information, <laughs> Luke, you could be listener of the week. Because <laughs> I can't Is find the information of who I was going to make listener of the week. Listener of the week. So, thanks, Luke. I was going to cut that, but I might as well just leave it in. Yeah, why not? Yeah, thanks for listening, and that's very kind. Yeah, and then uh, we've got Pet of the Week as well. And I can't remember, I need to make a note of which pets I've used, because I, I do make a note of which listener of the weeks I've had. So I, I might start reusing pets without realising I've done it, but I don't think we've had this dog yet. Um, this is Buzz. Ah, oh, look at him. Do you recognise that dog? I don't think we've had this dog. No. Oh, no, we've not had Buzz so before. So cute. It's a good dog. Uh, this is uh, Aldo's dog. He's a regular listener, listens to a few of my pods, and uh, gets in contact every now and then. So Aldo, uh, the dog, Buzz, pet of the week. Awesome. And nice. Thanks for sending, thanks for sending uh, your pet pictures and stuff, everyone. I really do need to go through and get them in some sort of organization <laughs> because I just got random pictures of people's pets all over the place. But if you want to send uh, any messages like Luke did or any pets, then you can do so at unexplainableuk at mail.com or through the website weirdtalesandtheunexplainable.com on that website you can also find links to everywhere else you can find us online you can find links to the merch store uh to uh i can't remember either social media accounts facebook twitter ways to donate all that stuff it's all on there just go on the website uh, and you can also go on bobshoy.com that's my name that's b-o-b-s-h-o-y Dot com where you can see uh, links and things to all the other podcasts I work on as part of the Bob Shoy Podcast Network. Um, so go on there and uh, do that stuff. Guys, uh, we said last time about putting money into charities for this run of episodes. The money mm. came through, but it's coming through literally tomorrow. So uh, I had a look around. I announced it on episode 150, but I hadn't run it past you guys. So too late if you don't agree. Uh, but this time we're uh, donating to Centerpoint, uh, which is um, a charity that offers homeless young people accommodation, physical and mental health support and skills and advice to help them back into education, employment and training. So amazing. Nice. Good cause. Um, mm. That's where... Half our, for listeners who aren't aware, half our advertising money of every run of episodes goes to a different charity. So this December run, that's going there. Fantastic. That's a great cause. Yes. Yeah. And I think we're done. Nice. Uh, so everyone, this is coming out on... Let me have a look at the dates. Yeah. So when you hear this, if you're listening to when it comes out, it's the week of Christmas. So if you celebrate Christmas... Even though it's probably not going to be the best Christmas everyone's ever had this year, um, 
still try and enjoy it if you can. And if you don't celebrate Christmas, you've got off lightly because I don't think anyone's going to be really enjoying it as much this year as they should be. <laughs> yeah, doubt it. But uh, thanks for listening, everyone. Love you lots. Mm. We love you. Thanks for joining us. Thanks, guys. And there's going to be one See more episode next week and then uh we'll be having a break over january so we'll see you then bye-bye bye-bye love you see you later cheers oh got a banging try try tea as well don't you just guys are on it cup of tea and like cookie or a cinnamon bar or something like that that combination is mm. just fucking every time i come every day i come home from work boil the kettle get some biscuits out mm. yeah cinnamon so cinnamon bun is probably my favorite sweet treat i think pretty good isn't it an iced cinnamon bun mm. perfect i like a maple and pecan plat Oh, yeah. That's good, isn't it? Yeah, good shout. They do them in the Sainsbury's near us. La dee da. (laughs) (laughs) You don't like a pecan, though? Who doesn't like a pecan? Yeah, I do like a pecan. (laughs) Oh, la dee da. Since, uh, yeah, Lid is allergic to nuts, so I can't really. um, Oh, yeah. I can't enjoy nutty products, to be honest. They they don't really ring my bell anymore. I eat nuts all the time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Easy. Uh, is she, is it like, could you, is it like in the air as well that she can't even, like you couldn't sit no, no. in the same room as her? She it coming in the no. air tonight. She deals with nuts at work. Uh, <laughs> okay, so you could sit and eat like a Snickers on the sofa next she to She just her. can't eat one. Yeah, she just can't consume. Okay, here's here's a question. If you sat on the sofa and ate a little bag of peanuts, yeah. would you then Only have a little to like, one. brush your teeth before you kiss her? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Huh. Well, I'm glad we had this conversation. But I don't ever eat nuts anymore, so there's never that situation. I love nuts. I love nuts. Yeah, nuts are great. It's- been sma- we got like a bag of salted cashews and a bag of pistachios on the table in there and we're just like smashing them yeah. nuts are great um but start to get a few savoury Christmas snacks coming in now so I've got some mm. waiting in the cupboard not till next week though <laughs> naughty naughty <laughs> no 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 <laughs> no 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 have you been sneaking anything Christmas and salty before you're allowed? Uh, uh, not really. It's been loads of sweet stuff. I get like the kids mm. in my class have been giving me like presents all week and it's mostly just chocolate. Mm. Apart from one of the kids in my class, his mum works at this salon and I've got like a bag of like hair volumizer and <laughs> hairspray and stuff like that. And oh, and shampoo, but the shampoo, like I opened it, it just smells like. It's got no scent, but it's just like hairdresser smell. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Just like you walk into a hairdresser's and you get that like clean smell, like clean yeah, hair. Yeah, I know the smell. My mum was my mom was a barber for like most of my life. So. I was going to say, yeah, but barbers are a bit different. Barbers smell like Yeah, but when I, when I was a kid, it was like a combined hairdresser and barber, so. Yeah. 
Anyway. Here's the stuff. Work out yourself. See ya. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.